What's going on, my friends? Welcome to episode 11 of the Get Your Game Up podcast, bringing you the hot stakes, latest stories, and spicy picks surrounding New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, national, and international sports. Hosted by yours truly, Anne Grisani. Join us always by Michael Cunningham, Alex Reed, David Heller, Chris Kearn, and Marcellus Murdoch. You can listen to the podcast right now on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Get Your Game On TV. Now, with all that said, it's time to get your game on. All right, welcome back. How's it going, brothers Yo. and sisters? Yo, it's Hi. going great. Um, I got some good news, uh, personally. What? It's here today. Well, well depending on whether our, our listeners are listening to this podcast, but um monday um april 12th i will be getting my covid vaccine what's up people forget you get one podcast make sure to get the vaccine please get it yeah that's definitely <laughs> definitely when it's your turn make sure i mean i'm excited but i won't lie i'm a little nervous but i'm also excited Yo, I got the vaccine on Thursday. That shit will hurt like a bitch. Your arm will hurt like a motherfucking bitch. Michael, <laughs> come on, bro. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, one one more for the personal news. Um, my dad actually got his vaccine um on the um 11th of April 11th, which by the way, April 11th, it was also his birthday. So a happy birthday to my dad, Richard Grisani. Yo, if you're listening, I love you. Yo, shout out to Mr. Gorsani. Yeah, definitely. But you know what? Enough about me. Um, we have a very, very special guest joining us today. Um, Alex, as you're so close with her, introduce our guest. Uh, so this is China. Um, she is a, I think, uh, rising sophomore for the Rutgers women's basketball team. And, you know, we've been in touch on Instagram and I asked her if she could be a guest on the show. And she said, yeah, um, and I'm excited to see what she has to say. Yes, I'm very excited to be on the show tonight. Um, I'm very excited to answer you guys' questions and anything that you have for me. Um, and it's an honor to, you know, be on the show and be interviewed by you guys. And thank you, Alex, again for giving me the opportunity. Ain't no problem. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, awesome. So happy to have you on. Um, so, um, Alex, you want to get going? Sure. Okay, the floor um, is yours. Okay. Um, so I just wanted to, to see, like, to know, like, what the recruiting process was like. Yeah, and how, how much schools did you look at before you decided to go to Rutgers? Yes, the recruiting process for me personally was um, really tough to make my decision on where I want to go. I'm not originally from New Jersey. I'm from North Carolina, so um, I'm like 10 hours away from home. So it was personally really hard for where I want to be, who I want to be coached by, and who I want to play for. Um, I made the decision to come to Rutgers um, personally just because of Coach Vivian Stringer. She's a pioneer for women's basketball, um, for women's college basketball. Um, she knows the game. She knows how to um, form women on and off the court. And I just really love her coaching style and just her as a woman in particular. 
Um, I really came for just her. Um, I know that she will give me everything that I need to know as a basketball player and as a young woman. But personally, the recruiting process was really hard. Um, the schools that I had, I had over 40 offers coming out of high school. Um, and just to narrow it down to just one school was really hard. Um, but I would have to say the school that the schools I had, my top five before I came here, besides Rutgers, my top five was Duke, it was Wake Forest, University of Miami, um, Boston College, and my course, it was Rutgers as my top five. I wanted to go to Duke because it was in my state, obviously, close to home, good education. But I decided to come to Rutgers because I felt it was better basketball. Um, the competition was better, I prefer in the Big Ten. Um, and also the coaching staff and the coaching um, and development, player development is much better too. So that's why I came here. I got one question for you, Ms. China. Yeah. So how is it like, I got, this is a two part question. One, for being an African-American woman, how does it like rank to be playing college basketball? And two, what's the, like the competition? Because I played high school and college ball. So how is it like playing for you for playing D1? How did like the competition from playing D1 basketball to high school? I'm guessing you played high school A, I believe. I'm yeah, guessing. Yeah. North. Yes, I played high school and I played AU, which is travel basketball. Yeah, I played AU, so I know the vibes too. So. Yeah. Yeah. So well, how is it like the competition and the diet for like both for both of them? Um, I'd have to say just to start with um, being an African-American woman, uh, being a black woman in uh, college basketball. Um, I feel like I'm representing other athletes as well. Um, just being a black woman, D1 athlete, I feel like I'm really setting the tier, um, setting the bar high for that because um, it's really hard to accomplish that, especially now. Um, also, uh, the competition for high school, um, from high school AU to college, it's a big transition. Um, high school is very, uh, you can, you know, like outdo anybody in high school because it's not really a bunch of competition in high school basketball. Travel basketball is very competitive because you're playing against girls who are better than you or just as good as you, and you're playing against girls from different states. So um, it's, I love travel basketball. It really um, brung out my like passion for the game and just like the fire in me when it comes to playing the game of basketball. College was a huge transition because you're playing against grown women, um, some fifth year seniors who's been in after college for five years and you're playing against girls who know the game inside and out. So it was a big transition and it was a big eye opening for me going from being the best in my state to just being a number. So yeah. Um. Hey guys, shout out to China Cornwell. She's gonna be beasting at Rutgers next year. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna put this. I'm seeing a, a most improved player, or you know the big Big Ten. I believe you play in the Big Ten. Yes. Big Ten player. Yeah, that's a big time conference. Big Ten player. I'm saying this now. I seen her highlights. I saw her high school highlights. Yes. Damn, oh, you ain't stopping right. that. Yeah. Shout. I just want to ask you. Um, how do you look back on um your freshman year overall? Good question, Adam. Uh, yeah, I look back as something, it was a lesson, a lot of lessons, um, life lessons as well, but a lot of lessons. I learned a lot my freshman year, just about, I'd say, the program, my teachers, and just my game. I learned that there's a lot that I can add to my game. There's a lot I need to improve on in my game as well. I realized that I need to just work with my teammates instead of myself. Um, I learned that if I could just focus on little things, then a lot of things will come together. And right now, college basketball, you have to focus on the little things because that can help you a lot, just focusing on the little things. 
But my freshman year, um, it's not what I expected, not what I wanted. But next season will be something that everyone is going to expect and look forward to and just be amazed by. So, yeah. Yo, Chris, you got a question, though? Yeah. So going off of that, you kind of talked about how your freshman season went. Based off that and what you learned through your freshman season, do you have any, like, off-season plans for, like, your training and whatnot? Yes, off-season. So, like, for D1, you have spring workouts. So, right now we're in the middle of spring workouts um, in the weight room a lot. Um, also on the court, too, you know, just um, doing individual work, working on your shot or working on your game in particular, whether you're a post player or a guard. Um, personally, I'm in the gym. Of course, I'm in the gym doing training workouts because it's required, but I'm also doing stuff on my own, lifting weights on my own, conditioning to stay in shape, and also working on my game. So that's a must, and I'll be doing that all summer um, until the season starts. So, yeah. Actually, I had a question. We got oh. – Yeah. Um, I just wanted to know your opinion on the controversial um, of the equipment during this year's NCAA tournament. Yes, um, that was uh, – I felt disrespected. Um, I know the other girls felt disrespected too. Um, honestly, I, I thought, you know, being in this generation and being in this, you know, time, it's 2021, we're still getting treated as if women's sports is, doesn't matter. Um, and as we're just like a, we're just less than everyone, whenever we do, we can play the game and we know the game, we get a lot of attention just as well as men, but I felt like that was very, that was really disrespectful. Um, I appreciate them, you know, you know, redoing the weight room and giving us the weight room and giving us better food. But be, me being a part of that and experiencing that, um, it was, I wouldn't say it was the best experience, but it's something that I will never forget. Um, but it was really disrespectful. And honestly, like I hope as a time goes by that the NCAA does show more respect for women's sports, not only basketball, but just women's sports in particular. Preach on, sister. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's just like, it's just a how like obvious it was. I mean, is the NCAA like not even thinking? Like, I just, I mean, support. The I, could go, I could go on an entire team, rant like. about that, but um, yeah, Shia, I mean, I mean, I mean, my dead heart definitely goes out to you and all uh, women's basketball players. I mean, that really must have, it must have stunk, really. Yeah. Uh, D, you got a question? Uh, I probably have two. All right. Um, my first question is, what's the um. What does the workouts look like when it comes to um, getting the workouts in and stuff? And my second question is, I've been a manager for um, high school and college for eight years. Well, actually, probably nine plus. Um, I don't know what's, um, what's it like having – do you guys have a, like, a manager – for yeah. a team? Yeah, so like your first question is the workouts. Um, workouts are very intense. Uh, workouts are not just simple, they're very intense, they're complex, they're really, um, they're really hard. Um, we're big on conditioning, we run a lot, um, especially here at this program. Um, we stay in the gym for like four hours a day, which is really long. Um, it may not sound really long to you guys, but four hours a day is like, to me, like half my day, including classes and stuff, like barely have time to do things for myself. Like I don't get home till like eight o'clock at night. So yeah, and I, and I, and I go to bed like at 10. So um, the thing is, it's like, it's the workouts are really intense. And also um, we do have managers on the team. Um, 
we have like our one manager, she's a girl. Um, her name is Ayana. She um she does everything for our team. She records our practices. Um, um and then also like we have our practice players too, which are guys. Um, they practice against us for better competition because sometimes, you know, girls can be kind of soft, but guys are really like <laughs> like guys are come on, really- come on, China. You can't be starting a war like that on the show now. Support yeah. everybody. Yeah, like guys can like, um, you know, just like give us more competition, and our practice players are really good. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, um, what are your thoughts on like um, um, Rutgers, um, the women's like in the um, SA tour? I, I remember they got bounced in the first round. Am I correct? Um, yes. Adam. Yeah. What was your thought? The same one. Yeah, we lost in the first round uh, in the NCAA tournament by um, BYU, which is a yeah. really Team. Oh, yeah, I remember. Sorry, sorry about that. Yeah, sorry for the ignorance. Points. Uh, it was really disappointing because, honestly, you know, I thought our team would make it really far in the NCAA tournament because we literally worked our year for that. Um, it was a blessing to, you know, make it to the NCAA tournament. But just to lose in the first round was really hard for me. Um, and, of course, for our seniors as well. Um, you know, them that being their last game and not seeing – not put being on the Rutgers uniform no more or just not being – with workers anymore, it really gave up my heart, like went out to them. But I have to say, like, just know that we'll be back next year and we're going to make it far and hopefully take it home. I got a question for Miss China. Yeah. Would you consider going to the WNBA after college or play overseas or play abroad? Um, I want to go to WNBA after college. That's always been my dream and my goal ever since I was a little girl. I want to go to WNBA. That's my dream. Playing overseas, you know, is an option, but I, I can't imagine myself being out of the country, but that would be a great experience. But um, I'd want to go to WNBA. Shout out to a WNBA player. And what's your basketball Definitely. team and your favorite player? We want to know who's your favorite player of all Ooh. time. My who's your favorite team? And who's, who's, who's the GOAT between Kobe, Jordan, or LeBron? Okay, my favorite player right now for the WNBA. I'll give you my favorite player for WNBA and NBA. My favorite WNBA player, hands down, is Candace Parker. She's the Shout out to the GOAT. And my favorite NBA player, I mean, I'm just going to say my favorite NBA player, then I'm going to answer your question about LeBron and Jordan and all them and Kobe. My favorite NBA player has to be – it's in between Kobe and LeBron, but I'm going more – I'm going towards more Kobe a little more because Kobe is just Kobe is Kobe. Like, come on now. Yeah. But like, um, I told yeah. you. That's why I tried to tell you guys on the podcast that Kobe was the greatest, and it looked at me like I was crazy. So, Adam, Chris, David, and Alex, you can go. I'm that slap nuts. I'm throwing Shaq was the greatest. Shaq. Yo, David, David, choke on that slap nuts. Shaq is one of the greatest. Be nice, Michael. (laughs) You don't need to go that far. (laughs) It took a female guest for it to get into your brains. I've been telling you this since the first episode. Nobody listens to moi. (laughs) Sorry about him. Sorry, I'll just get really (laughs) passionate about basketball. Yeah. Yeah, Sean, I had another question. Uh, going back to uh, the controversy with um, the NCAA, um, unfortunately, one of the reasons why the NCAA has uh, gotten away with it is just, it's just, you know, unfortunately, like uh, the men's, like, naturally, the men's competition naturally draws, like, more viewership than um, 
than the women. Uh, what do you what do you think are some of the steps that need to be taken to um, kind of like um, even the gap, if you will? I'd say given women's sports, not only basketball, but just given women's sports. Oh, yeah, women's sports is yeah, I mean, um, WNBA, uh, the list goes on and on. Yeah, just giving women's sports a chance, like, you know, coming to our game to support us. I mean, we have women now that are dunking and, you know, dunking basketballs. We have girls, we have girls that are not even high school yet dunking basketballs. Like, that's this, that the generation continues to improve and set the bar high for just women athletes like women are starting to dunk now dunking in the WBA dunking in high school like I never would have imagined that so like just giving us a chance come to our game support us you know give us the money or just give us what we need to become better athletes like the males just give us a chance and just be fair to all of us definitely uh David yeah um ask question first for China David, you got the floor. Can it be the comment or question? Go ahead. So, so what you said about like women's sports giving chances and stuff. I've been to, so I've been to high school women's basketball games, like when I was in high school and women's college games when I was was at TZ and Jack for four years. I didn't go to all the games, but I went to some games. But it's good to have. It's good to have girls sports. I mean, it's good they they can be competitive. Um, my question is, um, do you think you or your any of your teammates might go to WNBA or a prospect or something? Yeah, I believe that my teammates could go to the WNBA or be a prospect or, you know, be a draft pick um, by the time their senior year comes around. I believe that they can. My teammates are good enough for that, and such as myself. Whenever our senior year comes around, we make that decision, whether to go overseas or go to the WNBA. So, yeah. Cool. I think that we have, we have a bunch of questions. I think that was good for us. So, China, I know Alex, is your, thanks for coming. Anyone have any final questions for Janya? I think I got enough because she answered all my basketball questions. Because she, I'm afraid mm-hmm. if I ask her to play me one on one basketball, oh, maybe I, I have one more question. Go ahead, Alex. Last one, Alex. Okay. <laughs> Five. I'll make this one a great one. Um, there be. <laughs> should you have in the NBA finals as a prediction? Oh, <laughs> oh. Well. on the spot. Yo, yeah. China, just for the record, I'm a Nets fan. Okay. I'm a Lakers fan. I've been a Nets fan since all the way back during like the Dare Wim stumps the fire Billy King days. Just, like, just okay. you know. <laughs> Let's just be realistic here. So we all know that the Nets are going to be in the finals because they have Durant, they have Kyrie. Okay, the team is stacked. So the Nets are going to be in the finals. Second, if LeBron and Anthony Davis come back healthy, after their three weeks off or whatever, this and that, the Lakers will definitely be in the finals. Um, but I don't know other teams who could actually really make it to the finals besides them, too. But yeah. So, Alex, how about, how about Philly? 
Oh hell no! <laughs> I, knew Alex I said before. I said as an but I have on, said Mike. before that um, Phil, if there's one team in the East that does scare me, and that's right, it's Philly because of just yeah. the way that because of the size of the way they come um, expose like the Nets' um, weakness at um, the rim protection. Granted, they they've definitely improved there with um, the like Mark Aldridge and the emergence of Nicholas Claxton, but as I said, I would be lying if I said like the Celtics didn't worry me, worry me a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so um, that's it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Shia, we thank you for coming. Uh, out. Well, oh, sorry, Alex. Go ahead. Sorry, I make this very quick. Don't sleep on the Utah Jazz, Alex. I'm not sleeping on. We this. know yeah. we're not. <laughs> we're not sleeping. It's just LeBron and AD are different. <laughs> Let's just be realistic. <laughs> yeah, Shia, we thank you for coming on. Uh, it was great to <laughs> hear like your story that um of. Of like coming up and make it to Rutgers, you know the whole process. Um, it was really great talking about women's sports too, because I definitely agree with you. Like, um, the contrary society just shows like um how how like that like, women's sports definitely like deserves more love. We definitely need to you know um protect our queens definitely. So um, Shanway, thank you for coming on, and we wish you all the best going forward. Best of luck. Thank you so much. And Tana, you're welcome to stay for the whole show if you want. You're welcome. If you if you saw it free, you can stay for the whole show and you can do bets with us. We usually do bets at the end. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. But I have an ADM class in the morning, so. Oh, oh definitely. Definitely, definitely, definitely understand that. <laughs> we're, we're yeah. not, don't worry. We're not going to hold you off to Jane Lodge. Make sure you get enough sleep and get the class. Well, I'm not late, though. <laughs> Yeah. Trust me, those co- trust me, those colleges overnight errors. Oh man, those are nasty. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Shadow, thank you for coming on, and y'all, best of luck going forward. Thank you. Okay. All right. That was Shia Corwell, um, basketball player for um, Rutgers University. Um, just finished the freshman year, going on to her sophomore year. Um, it was great to um, it was just great to um get for that because um you know women's sports and basketball in general and just great to just you know um just just hear hear, hear a story because i think we all can agree guys women's sports needs more love exactly and i'm about to introduce my guest that i brought to the show if y'all don't mind oh mike has a special guest surprise guest all right ladies and gentlemen this is the best thing that ever happened to me besides going playing basketball the love of my, my the love of my life Rogera Coley, thanks for being on the show, baby. I appreciate it. No problem. And she thinks how basketball for the men's and women's are unfair because we were thinking about it all week. And this is going to be part of my hot take. So, Oh, oh man. I'm really I was thinking about it all week. Oh, nah. man. So <laughs> both were. Okay. <laughs> so, no, yeah, we're, so we're going to officially set, transition into – um. I'm really, just so you know, I, uh, based on your tease back, I'm really looking forward to it. So we're officially going to transition this into Mike's hot take. Michael, take it away. Thank you, Adam. Baby, let me ask you a question. A uh, uh, WNBA player makes less than the average worst NBA player, I believe, right? Um, Actually, a referee makes more than them. A referee makes more. You're telling me a referee more. makes more than a woman's basketball player? That's how much. That's how much, how, how bad they treat them. Yeah, 100%. And I'm saying this. You're telling me a referee gets paid more than a per- person that's putting the work in and the craft? How does that make any sense? 
It doesn't. I'm just saying, Kenneth Parker, who is the greatest WNBA player in the game today, and Sue Bird, the two goats. Sue Sue Bird, four-time NBA champion, 17-time NBA All-Star, makes $150,000 for for a contract. LeBron, 17 years, 17-time All-Star, four-time NBA champion. Guess how much he makes a year, boys? Guess how much? Without looking on, are you counting endorsements or just salary? Both. I would guess it's probably hundred mil. More. Doesn't surprise me. Thirty million he makes for every. Not more than what I said. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm I'm so my fiance thinks is messed up. I agree hundred percent. Definitely, some of the greatest women's basketball players are better than men's history. For example, Cheryl Miller, one of the greatest basketball players. That's like the women version of Michael Jordan, in my opinion. Brittany Grinder should not be in the WNBA. I believe she's a man. I think she should be in the NBA, in my opinion. I'm just there saying. Right I'm just saying, Brittany Grinder, she played for Baylor. Then she's in the WNBA. She's 6'9, plays so aggressive. I'm like, dude, I, I, I believe you're a woman, but you should be playing in the NBA. That's how dominant you are. You know what I'm saying, Chris? You know who Brittany Grinder is? Oh, she's a stud. She's a stud. No doubt. I don't like I haven't heard as much about her recently, honestly. He's still dominating the league, you know. I know that's that's kind of the that's kind of kind of the point you're going with. Like when she was in college and first coming to WNBA, I feel like she was talked about a lot. But we yeah, she, like she's just not in the news anymore, but she's still balling. Yeah. So I want to ask my beautiful fiance this question. Hey babe. Yes. What made what why do you think the NBA is more rigged? than women's basketball rights when it comes to WNBA? Because more people watch the NBA than people watch WNBA, and it's proven. They don't get a lot of views because people really don't see. They're, they're like, oh, it's just like a, it's just a like boring game. Like They think it's boring because it's females, and the men get more views. The, the WNBA doesn't even get paid. They don't even make any money. You can't go wrong with that. David, what's your question? I have a um, women's sports question. It's um, about, well, okay, go ahead. Don't get me wrong. I love back. I love, I love back, but I love the game. Get to the point, brother. <laughs> That's my comment. Jeez. Um, I was thinking, um, so all these, so all these years, I've, been a manager like for nine years, uh, mm-hmm. probably like two, like three different schools and one college, GTNJ. Do you think that, um, I'm trying to say, um, do you think women would be, um, more competitive and more compare? To men, or, or I think women or like, is, or like, or like something else. I think women basketball is well, competitive. I'm not, I went to school a lot. I mean, I played basketball for one year, and I mean, I wasn't really that good, obviously. But like, there's people on my team that are very competitive and they're really good, and I've seen them play since they were younger. And they're very, they're good. They're better than some of the boys that I've seen. 
that are supposed to be the best in the school or best in the country. And I see girls that are better than them that can go on the court and beat them in a one-on-one game. Guys. But they don't, they don't get the opportunity to show they just they don't get the opportunity to show what they want to do. I remember um, really don't care. I remember a story um, I believe that is uh, it was um going go, sorry go off sports but I believe there was a female um pitcher I forget unfortunately I forget her name that actually struck out Babe Ruth. Yep. Yeah I, I remember that story. I, mean, I, I, I remember 100%. hearing I remember hearing that story. So it just proved it was that um like Unfortunately, women's sports just unfortunately doesn't get um much love nowadays. I've always had this thought in my head. I've always had this had this thought of of like when if if or when this is gonna happen. Like, do any of you guys see like a women like a like like a women breaking like um the gender barrier in sports similar to the way uh Jackie Robinson brought a color back way back honestly, when? I could see it honestly. I but, can see it. However, I think some, but some of the world. I definitely think it's possible. But I think in other countries, it's happening. You know, they have like women being the world leaders. Yeah. We broke the vice president barrier. How a black woman, who is the vice president of our country, people said that'll never be done. It happened. Yeah. Uh, some women are like prime ministers in other countries. Play with pros. I remember back in the day, what that is girl named Gabby. Gabby Melendez, the best female baseball player I ever played with. She was so nice. They put her on the guys' baseball team. That's how I knew I knew how long she was gonna be good. Played almost she had, but it was so bad for her that she had to pass as a guy to play college baseball. She didn't want to play softball. So she had to pass on as a guy. And so they found out her senior year that she was a guy in college, wasn't a guy. And I'm like, for any numbers, if a girl's hitting 15 home runs, 68 RBIs. For every four years, shit, put her on the girl, put her on the guys team. She can play like a guy, and she can play better than a guy. She can hit, run, spit, do whatever what we do better or better. Put her on the field, put her on the court, put her on the gridiron. It doesn't matter. We are in twenty twenty one. We're we're going for the future to pass on, because this country is known for being biased and sexist and racist. You know what I mean, Chris? You know what I mean, Alex? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Thing we gotta realize, women are getting stronger than us. They're in the military, they're pastors, they're, they do j- jobs that men do as well, even better. Mm-hmm. I know we're off topic, they can do it way better. For example, I could my fiance cooks better than me, and that's what given because she's a great cook. She, she'd probably be a better, she's a better dancer than me, and she's a better fighter. Trust me, my, her left, her left hook, get out the way. I'm telling you now. It hurts your jaw. Isn't that right, my sexy queen? Yes. So, Chris, you have, you have a question for my fiance, Chris? On women's rights and all that? Um, so you kind of talked about um, did you did you play college sports at all? Or you play high school sports. I played high school sports. Okay. I didn't really play in college because sport I really not really good at sport so it's not really my thing I just did basketball in school because I needed to do an extracurricular activity and I played with little when I was younger I wasn't never like really good like oh <laughs> you know I had other people on my team that have been playing since they were like maybe four uh so you got a question 
Uh, David, I, b- I believe you have your hand raised. If you had something to say, go ahead. Yeah. Um, so when I was in high school, I remember, um, I remember they won, uh, Suburban won kind of mental conference championship. I forget what year, I remember, it's on Twitter. You can look it up, it's um, CB West Basketball, that's what I went to. So ever since uh, I was in high school, I, I remember being supportive because I was a basketball manager for the guys for four years. And uh, it's good to watch, it's good to watch girls play, but at, at the time, they they played before they played before varsity basketball guys do. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why big of the whole schedule and time thing. And in college, GZNJ, they did the same thing too. So that's why I've been supportive of women's sports along the way. But um, yeah, but a lot of even in schools now, a lot of people don't go support the girls' game. They rather watch the boys play or they rather watch another sport. At my school, basketball is really big. At my old high school, I went to football and basketball was the main sports everybody played mm-hmm. or everybody went to the games. Nobody really went to the girls' games because I guess people just thought it was it's girls on the field playing. Nobody wants to see girls play a boys' sport, so nobody really went to go support. I mean, I went a couple times to support. Because my friends play, but or sometimes I would go support the varsity game or sometimes, but I would still support the people that you know I knew and played with, you know. Yeah, getting back, um, I, I, getting back, um, Mrs. Cunningham, um, as I like to say, <laughs> but um, getting back to the right center, do you ever see like um, a woman like um, breaking the gender barrier, like I said before, breaking that gender barrier, similar to the way uh, Jackie Robinson broke the other barrier? I mean, I mean, I see a, I mean, I see a lot of people. I mean, I see like some girls play, and when I, when I do go to my friend, he's like plays college basketball. So, um, someone went to my time I went to one of his games, but there was this really good. I forgot her name, um, but she was really good, and like she was better than a lot of boys I've seen play. Like, and like. I think she's gonna make it. I forgot her. I'm gonna ask about her name, but she was really good, and I can see her moving on to bigger, better things. Yeah, definitely. Um, David, um, I just found out. Um, my high school girls backward team, they were 2020 district run champs, 2020 SOL champs. 2020 SUL Continental Champs, two-time D1 Champs, three-times SUL Champs. I want to mention it, but I'll give them a shout-out for women's sports in general. And I just wanted to say, let's keep let's keep having viewers for women's sports to, um, to watch their games more, or, or, or if you're a student or a fan, try to try to go to a women's sports games. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think it really starts from 
men's perspective because if the men basketball team don't support the women, how the women support, then nobody's going to follow by example. It all starts with the men. If the men in the NBA, they start supporting the women, how the women support them, then maybe people around the world will change and yeah. it'll be a climate. It'll be a world. Everything can't just happen by, you know, um, over midnight. Everybody has to do something. Yes, yeah, so if... um. Like let's say I, I let's say um like um all like uh, in both um college and professional like basketball let's say all the men like when that um when going back to uh, the country since NCAA let's say all the men's like pull the root pull like a root and they all just you know refuse to play like like see, see how fast like that would motivate like um like the the see how fast that would like um motivate them if something affects their bottom uh, if something affects their um uh, these um corporate bottom lines just watch how fast you know um they get their you know what together yeah it's like it has to start like it's just little things that they could do like for like i was one time on twitter and i had seen how they had gave the nba when they're it's time to, I guess, for pre- them, prepare them for their game. They have to eat before a game. They're having like a big five course meal while the females are having like stuff you, I would give to a dog. I wouldn't even eat it. It was like school lunch and they have it in the freezer. And they just put it on the plate and said, here, it's time to eat. But the men get a fourth course meal of vegetables, chicken, et cetera. And that's, that's, and the ins- that's the insulting part. It's like, you see right there, they're not even trying. Like, like I get, like I get, like there's a, I get. Truly, um, there's more um money to be made from men's sports than uh, women's sports. So naturally, unfortunately, men are gonna have um a little bit of edge. Good, but can you at least try to make it more equal? Can you at least try? I mean, yeah. it doesn't really Hold matter up. about who has money, the money or not. It's just show everybody the same. But if you're gonna give. The men a four course a four course meal. Give the ladies at least half of a four course meal if you're not going to be equal to them. Yes. At least give them something to make them feel like just make an love in the community. Honestly. Make them make women happy, and then you'll get happy. I'm joking. Uh, like the there, history, women's sports much as better as basketball as men's sports because at the end of the day, men's have the more better contracts, the better. Sportsmen's deal, the sports, the sports deals, the better agents, the better lives, the better money. The, but it's not fair how some of the best players that are brought are the best games are from women's or the women's basketball. The best college games are the women's. Me and Chris could agree with that because we love college basketball more than anybody. That women's college basketball is more intense than men's college basketball too. Like from the late from the late two thousands to now. Cause of UConn's magic run, remember that? Remember that big C? That was special. Good. Yeah, I, I think that. one thing. What year that. was that? Was that 2015? They went four years without a loss. They had they. That was. Well, then you remember that college basketball? Uh, yeah, year, I, I, I remember that run. Uh, what, what year was it again? I, I believe it was they 2015, had, right? They had like four it was from or five 2015 years. to 2000, and that, they went four. I years. I think it was a little bit yeah. before then. Now they won. They went. It was 15, 18. Then they Either won way, four yeah. years in a row. They went yeah. four years. They, they dominated the women's game for a long time without a Definitely. loss. Definitely. No, no college team has done it. The, the game has 
the women's game has been so competitive since yeah. then. But I'm sorry, uh, so uh, many teams. Mercedes on as a fellow uh, Mocker State University alum, I have to admit, I I would um be I would be doing a, I would like be doing different if I didn't mention that um the Mocker State um women's basketball team like went out a run when they won like six straight um NJAC championships. Hey, don't be told bringing that that trash in here. It's all about TC and Jay up in here. You're out. <laughs> and, and they also made it to the final four one. Sorry, I just wanted to say. It's actually a point. It just shows like um women's sports is fun to watch. Like I've I've watched really? it I've I've watched it before and I it's it's really fun. Like the games can be just as if not more intense like than the men's. Hell, some of the best coaches are women. Pat Tillman. Yeah, really. uh, what's that Pat? What's uh, what was that lady that played for uh the coach for, for that coach for um Tennessee, the Hall of Famer, the Pat Su- Pat Summit, Pat Summit, the greatest female best female coach, best coach on the planet was Pat Summit. God rest her soul. I think she's better than Dean Smith, Coach K, and I love Coach K. Everybody know I'm a Duke fan, and I and Roy Williams. What she had like what she had like an offer class. All the best players went to the NBA, WNBA, like who, who like. You coached the greatest WNBA player on the planet. Who is Candace Parker? With a shadow of a doubt, it's Candace Parker. God bless Brianna Stewart, the best woman. Like it's like passing the torch. I think. I think some women, a lot of women, could be better or better than men in basketball. Some of them are. Here's the thing. But here's the thing. But ESPN won't give them that much credit. The the, the sponsors won't give them that much credit. You know what I mean? I think. In European sports, women have much more rights than men. David, you already asked so many questions. We're, we're cutting you down. We're cutting you off. Uh, I just want to mention something. Hold up. All right. Uh, go, go really quick, David. Yeah. Um, just real quick. Um, Mike, going back to what you said about ESPN. So, all they care about is making money. Just, um, just, I don't want to mention that. They care about making money. That's how they make their business, David. <laughs> Come on, bro. That, that that's a point of business. Yeah, that's what you need the money for. And I think that'll be the end of my hot take. I just want to say to my beautiful fiance, thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Really, really nice talk. Yeah, really nice talk to you. And um, no I wish I wish you and Michael like all the best going forward. You guys seem you, you trust me. So like you guys seem like a very wonderful couple. I wish you guys all the best. Thank you. Nice talking to you. I love you, baby. Thanks for being on. <laughs> All right, you, so um, before we say bye, I gotta say something. I love you, baby. Oh, I love you, annoying. My apologies for almost interrupting you there, Michael. My apologies. <laughs> All right, so baby, Mike, you want to say the rest of the show? Mike, you want to um, I have to do a paper. She has to do a paper, and I may have to call later because who knows? All right, baby, I'll talk to you later after my show, and I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Mike, we love you too. Yeah, no shit. I love, love you all. <laughs> I love all you guys. So, um, we are running a little bit low on time here. I mean, we've been recording for um, We're almost yeah, So now. we get we gotta start wrapping it up. Saying you know what that means, guys. Bets of the week. Bets of the uh, our bets of the episode. So, let's recap. Uh, I mean, I mean, last episode. Uh, 
Um, I um, I lost my bet. I had the Yankees over the Rays. I on on the spread minus one and a half. They even come close. Uh, I thought Corey Kluber would pitch well. He didn't. Um, and the Yankees lost that game. Um, so I took an L. David also took an L. He had the Capitals over the Saber. It was minus one and a half. I be- I believe the Capitals won the game. Am I correct, David? Yeah. Yeah, but they won, but they unfortunately they only won one goal, so they did not cover. So, so David, you take an L, and um, oh, no. Michael and Chris went head to head. Chris had the Grizzlies over the Knicks on the spread. Michael had the Grizzlies at uh, the Knicks over the Grizzlies on the money line. And guess what? Michael came out on top as the Knicks defeated the Grizzlies, and Michael won his bet. He gained. 10.2 points in the standings, and Chris unfortunately lost his bet. So, so Chris, who won? So, Chris, Friday? so Michael, hold up, get, hold up. get it all out right now. And Chris, what do you have to say for yourself? I mean, John Morant missed an easy missed a floater. He makes nine times out of ten, and if he makes that, they win the game. And I win my bet. It, it didn't end. Up, I mean, the ball about the, the ball bounced out, but I mean, he makes that shot nine times out of ten. It he didn't at that time, and we went to overtime and lost. It is what it is. It, it was okay, a great game, up. though. It was a hell of a game, brother. The Knicks should have lost that game. We should have lost that. We should have lost that. But RJ Evan Barrett, uh, whoo, man, he came through. And um, so I got called out. I got called out by Chris last week. I got called out last, last, I believe, Thursday I got called out. And Alex and Adam, you know me better than anybody. When I get called out, you know I got to I, I got to answer the call. So Chris, are you gonna call Brown? I'm gonna redeem yourself one more time, baby. Me and you, one more game, brother. Oh, you're gonna get called out again in a few weeks. Oh, <laughs> oh man! I'm gonna bring the thunder. Go ahead, um, buddy. John Morant's not missing that shot next time. all he's missing that again. <laughs> all right so all right, so so uh, so we're moving on uh with the alex bets um alex what alex what uh, we get obviously out uh, since um his bet from episode nine um we gave it an a because um Giannis got injured um so we gave alex two bets for this episode he went one and one he had the dodgers over the nationals on the money line he won that one he had also had the 76 over the pelicans on money line but he lost that one, and um, unfortunately, um, he could not. Unfortunately, um, Marcellus couldn't make this show. Um, Marcellus couldn't be with us today, but he had um, he won both of his bets. He had the Celtics over the Timberwolves. He won that one. He had the Pacers over the Magic. He he won that one too. So Marcellus like finally has two wins on the board. So Marcellus, if you're listening, congratulations. So to give a full update on the standings. David is in first place. He's at five and five with forty nine point oh nine points. Michael at, no, no, he's he's in first place uh, due to the points margin. Michael is in second place, five and five record, forty eight point eighty two points. Chris, you're in third place, five and five record, forty seven point one five points. I'm in fourth place, four and six record, thirty six point nine four points. Alex, you may have a better record than me overall at five and five, but you don't have more points than me. You have thirty six point six nine points, so technically you are behind me in the standings. And Marcellus 
is two and five, seven point eight eight points in the standings. So that's your update on the standings. And who wants to go first this time? Oh, I always go last. So uh, you you go last. Um, you guys want me to go first? I'm usually I'm usually the you're the little baby. You're the leader. All right. All right. So I'm gonna be honest, guys. I there's no one, there's nothing like like that. This um, there's no bet that I really fall in love with. So I really just had to like um, pull one out of the hat here, and I'm going to be taking the St. Louis Blues over the Minnesota Wild on the money line. Um, it's a big like divisional matchup. Um, the, the Wild are at third place in the standings. Uh, the Blues are at fourth, so it's a big like, so it's a big divisional matchup, but. The Blues, like, I don't know if you know us, they're a really good team, like, on the road. They have a better record on the road than they do at home. I mean, the Wild are also really good at home, too, but I just, I just, I just kind of like that Road Warriors vibe right now going on with all the St. Louis Blues. So I'm going to take the St. Louis Blues on the money line. All right, next. All right, I can go. Go ahead. So I am going to pick. A hockey one. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Winnipeg Jets over the Ottawa Senators. Nice. Nice. Another. That's another safe bet. You know I mean the Jets are like um, the Jets. Sh- the Jets should win that game in my opinion. Yeah. So um, David, Chris, anyone want to go? I know it's like it's like this is like um one of the probably the weakest like. Like there's nothing really good that for this That's for this episode. Like, I, I have a game I can go. Go ahead, go ahead. So the the Philly Dallas game is what really intrigued me tomorrow, and I really debated going both the ways, but I'm going to pick Philly to cover the spread. I I couldn't find what the exact spread is, but whatever it is, I'm comfortable with him spreading. Uh, all right, which uh, NBA right? NBA, yeah. The 76ers okay. covering the spread against the Mavericks. All it right. wasn't on the website I looked at, but so. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I'm at the market. It's on the road, just... so I'm guessing it's not more than like five or so. All right, all right. I'll, 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 I'll let you know. Just, just make sure you text it to um to the, the group chat, Chris. Definitely. All right, so da- David, go ahead. Um, I'm I'm doing my first ever Facebook bet. Ooh. Um... I am going for um, what's the money line for? Um, Mets, uh, Phillies versus Mets. Phillies, Mets. Um, the Mets are a favorite in that game. The Mets are a favorite. I'm going for the Phillies on the spread. You're going for the on the spread, um, or the money line. Um, well, on the report, say that they're on the plus. All right, like the 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 Phillies are plus on the money line. They're negative. They're uh, a negative on the spread, though. I'll go for the plus. All right. So you're going for um so money line? Yeah. All right. So David's going for the Phillies over the Mets on the money line. Um unfortunately we don't have uh Marcellus's picks right now, so we can't tell you but we do expect but we do hopefully um I'll pick one for my cousin. I'll pick one for him. I'll... I mean you want you want to pick yeah, he has to pick two ooh games though. He has to pick two. He 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 gonna be happy for me in this one. All right, so uh, I don't know. So, all right, he so is gonna go. go. He, uh, you know, he's gonna go over the Sixers over the Mavericks. 
Sixers over the Mavericks. Uh, money line. All right. I got I got it now. Um, Chris, you also had um the Sixers over the Mavericks. But it's a spread. Yeah. All right. Sixers are currently minus two. I'm good with that. All right. We're good with that for the money line. All right. For, oh, you had Sixers over the Mavericks on the money line. In Jazz versus Wizards money line. Jazz versus Wizards money line. I got gotcha. you. Okay. And who would for be for Mike? Who? Oh, Adam, you got you, you know what time it is. All right, the last up, Michael always brings the heat. Michael always brings the heat. So go ahead, Michael. Mike, this don't cheat. Sweetheart. This is episode eleven, right? Episode eleven. Yeah. I am five and five. Last time I won. Last time I, I took a, I took a W because a certain person in this call called me out. Already went over this, Michael. Get to the get to the pick. And they lost. And they <laughs> and they lost. Okay, oh, I had to use the pun. I didn't. Even, I didn't even say your name. You just got offended. <laughs> um. So Adam, I have decisions, decisions, decisions. Should I do a baseball bet or wrestling bet, basketball, football, soccer? No, no, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it in basketball country. You know what? I was gonna pick my two favorite teams in the NBA playing them, Lakers and Knicks playing against each other. But no, no, I, I couldn't pick against one and the other. That would break my heart. You know what I'm saying, Adam? Yeah, I was considering that game too. I'm not gonna tell you which way I was leaning, but I was considering it. I couldn't pick that because it would break my heart. So it would be one or the other. So I couldn't do it. So tomorrow night, my bet I used okay. I'm picking the Nets over the Timberwolves spread. Gotcha. Money line. I'm gonna go with the money line for the Nets over the Nets over the over the T Wolves. And this is business, Adam. Yeah. This is not personal. I'm going with the Nets, baby. We're staying in Brooklyn. The Nets over the Timberwolves money line. If yes, okay. what Michael? Just so you know, Michael, as a Nets fan, that is the absolute worst bet that you could absolutely put. Like, the Nets <laughs> are oh, the, no, too late, Michael. It's already lucky, but I saw you no, know no, no, it's an I awful bet. It. You're getting no value there the, on the on the money. Right, you're, even joking, if you do win, you're not gonna get any points, and you can easily lose that because the Nets play awful against bad teams. The Timberwolves are a bad team, and the Nets, I the Nets, I know we play <laughs> awful against teams we should win. Did you see what okay, we happened against um, an injured Lakers squad? You don't know my real bet was? handed to us. You don't Go know ahead. my real bet was? What? That was my fake bet. I just want to see Adam's reaction. <laughs> <laughs> my got, real bet. We got, we got it in the show right now. So that's it for us. Um, my real bet is Jets versus Wizards. Jazz over the money line. Jazz versus Wizards. There Make you up your mind, Michael. <laughs> it's Jazz over the Wizards. All right. Line. So just be clear. Gee. You're not picking the Nets over the... Not picking the Nets. No, I'm picking the bill. We never picked Utah growing up, but I'm picking right, Utah so picking, now. So picking the Jazz over the Wizards. Spread, not right, money line. Okay. Money line. Make sure All it's the right. money line. It's not. It's not the spread, Mike. I said money line. You little, you little hobbit. All right, all right. <laughs> so he's got the Jazz over the Wizards on the money line. Um, what was what was um Marcellus's second bag again? I picked the uh, 
Sixers versus Mavs for him, and then yeah. Rockets versus Suns. Suns on the money line. Oh, okay. All right, so that's it for um, our bets, and that's all for um, this episode. Oh, um, it was great. Um, really great to talk on women's women's sports, like from all angles, because um, because women's sports definitely needs more love. Definitely, we got you know um, to the as, as 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 Kyrie Irving like to say, like um, we gotta protect our queens, you know, especially the black queens in this in this especially, culture, especially, especially. Yes, yeah, sir. Sure. Yo, hold on. I know, David. It was great to, um, Alex, I got, Alex, I got to thank you for uh, inviting, um, for, I got to thank you for inviting Shania on, um, it was great to talk to her, her, and, um, it was, it was just great to, like, get to hear from, like, um, a women's basketball player to, um, to just really, like, um, to give us an insight perspective of what, Women's like sports is actually like ended them, um, unfortunately, and uh, the um, unfortunate circumstances that they have to deal with uh, besides the, from the men like, and just like um, yeah, so yeah, but but thank you, Alex, for bringing her on. Yep, no problem. All right, so any final thoughts? You forgot about my guess, you jackal. <laughs> I was about to get to that, Michael. I'm sorry, uh, Michael. We thank you so much for bringing your fiance on. Um, it was great to talk to her about um, women's sports too, and she and she she brought up a lot of great points. Like I could have imagined picking a better guest for um, Mike's hot take. I can guarantee you, like you you had a week went previously, but these last two ones, especially this one, Michael, your hot takes have been spot on. I got, I got. Give you I'm back, baby. I'm back. I'm back in the sack. Like you're making a comeback. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm back. Back, back in the New back. York groove. Shake your booty. Turn it around. Back that gizmo. All right, One all right. So, all right. I got, I, all right, I got it. I got it. I'm doing the outro. Oh, this. I'm doing the outro this time, Michael. Um, oh, you whack, man. How are we both? Uh, you, 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 uh, you, you want to do the outro? Yeah. Go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of Chris Kern, the boy Alex Rich, the, the goat David Heller, and the big bad booty daddy, Andrew Sonny, this is your host, the, this is the host of this week, but the big the big bad man, Mike Tanyan. Thank you for watching Get Your Game On, episode 11. Thank you for watching our show, hearing it. Yo, God bless. Support your family, friends, and keep the basketball dream alive. In football, baseball, Wherever sport you play, just get your game on.